2: Live at lunch.
0: You are looking live. Live,
2: live and lunch. lunch. Live at lunch with Odd and Hanny on 1045 ESPN Baton Rouge. We'll do it live. Now, here's Jimmy Odd and Charles Anagriff. Yeah, for some reason or another, you sound a little tall on radio. Is it, is, it, is, it live?
0: Is, it, is it live? Is it live? Is it live?
3: Joe Z Place on Government Street in Mid City. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Live at Lunch. 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Charles and along with you your earphones
4: at right level. Uh, yeah, it's really
3: high. I can you hear. You know, you yeah. You know, your, your eyesight is My failing
4: eyes. you, and now you're going to your hearing's going to be soon after you keep it that
3: loud. Uh, well, you know that I'm trying to I'm trying to hear. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I I hear uh, er- er- erroneous. Do you takes hear about at home fine? The 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 volume selective on everything. hearing the, the volume on everything is up yeah I know I know See, that, you're better at this marriage thing than me I I would think that you have selective hearing oh well yeah when it benefits me for sure <laughs> I I know that the the volume is too loud when the dog retreats to the bedroom you know she she doesn't like loud so if if Zoe heads to the bedroom we're loud I can, I radio people are loud bit. we are we are because
4: uh, this this is part of it. And it's yeah. it's kind of like, as your readers, you go
3: up in level and yeah, yeah. potency.
4: Right. it becomes a little bit more blurry without them. So I'm just a little. I'm looking out for you, sir.
3: I appreciate that. yes um, you know, I, I gave a speech. My to freaking a class bones once. feel like
4: Patrick Mahomes' helmet right now. <laughs>
3: I gave a speech to a class once, and, and the, the teacher said, uh, "She says it's obvious that you are a radio announcer. You're trying to project throughout the room. You're very oh, loud, yeah. sir. You know, okay. Well, I don't know if to take that a compliment or not, but." <laughs> Okay, sir. I'll tell you what, we're working today. If you're not, uh, please, uh, you know, just uh, settle in with us. Uh, we hope you enjoy the time. If you are if you're, you do have to be out moving around, uh, be we're careful. Care. Road closures? Yes. Where's Haldane? Where's Brain? Uh, there were a lot of road closures The Gucci and, and, and temperature temperatures are done in the 20s the schools um, you know you can get uh, on the talk 1073 website and, and find out specifics but yeah so be careful if you're out there moving around if you're not working today you got something in common with the Philadelphia Eagles they're not working anymore either they um Jimmy wait men this is this is We've witnessed some this is very
4: interesting. Yeah, no, no, I know, I know where you're going. Yeah, the, yep. this collapse
3: yep. of a ten and one team that was in the Super Bowl last year, and this is not a, an organization that's done it with with smoke and mirrors. Okay, the the Eagles won the Super Bowl in 2017. They've won the division two other times. They've only had one losing season in the last six years. They've got, by all accounts, one of the best general managers in football. They had a roster that was thought to be better than the one that got them on the cusp of a World Championship a year ago, and at 10 and one, yeah, maybe there were a couple of games that they caught the 50/50 break. But to watch them collapse the way that they did in the last two months of the season, without a -- I know A.J. Brown was out last night, but without like a major injury to your quarterback or your captain or something like that, I don't know that I've seen anything quite like this this colla oh, I mean, organization the, is well good. the
4: the the data part of it yeah. I mean it's the first uh 11 and one
0: 10, 10 and, one and one team,
4: team. Yeah. not to win 12 games and that's with a 17 game schedule so I mean no. for 16 and 14 and I mean that's that that's saying a lot uh, right there I just think well the the this why was the roster thought to be better this year because a guy like Jalen Carter, yeah, okay,
3: yeah, you, you're a Super Bowl team. so he's so, he's so fat he, top he top can ten. play
4: ten snaps a game. He's yeah. so out of shape he can. You way know, his ten snaps. He looks great, but in he September, can't stay on the field. In September,
3: yeah,
4: the, I mean, Charlie, McCoy you know, so I mean, up, yeah. you know, part of you know the the question marks,
3: and then we see him early in the year, like, oh, they got
4: another steal here. They see this guy slid right down. It well, he can't stay on the field. I mean, so part of it is. It's not the championship hangover, but for what reason? You, you, here's your Mike Tomlin deal. Well, I've seen him do it too many times. Seen to, we've seen it too many times with the Super Bowl loser. Yeah. Have some issues to follow it. The part of it is, usually, it's a team with a first-place schedule. It's just three games, you know, three or four games, whatever it is now. Um, but oh, it is a little schedule-related. Yeah. I mean, last year's schedule, they bullied up on people. Now, they took care of business. But they, you know, a lot of those stat, those sack stats, were built in uh, mop-up time when you the team obviously wasn't uh, running a ball against you because they were down so much. And the ultimate is who the hell did they beat in the playoffs? The Giants, and a team without a quarterback, without a quarterback, not Mason Rudolph, not not Joe Flacco. No, Christian McCaffrey trying to throw a pass. I mean, so now did they get to Kansas City? They were maybe a bad call from maybe stealing, you know, stealing that. They moved the ball. They didn't stop anybody though. Kansas City went up and down the field. My point is, they weren't quite as good as we thought they were. And this year, this year, even in their run, they were, they were, they were flirting. They were trying to tell us. They were lucky to beat Kansas City. They were lucky to beat Buffalo. But this team here, what you're getting to is, this team here that's not even competing against the Giants, against Tampa Bay, mediocre teams at best, yeah. and then Arizona, well, how many games did Arizona win this year? Four. They, they don't even force them to punt? No, this drop-off is, is likely. No, being not, not as good as way we thought they were, and not as bad. And that goes with Hurts, too. And that goes with Sirianni. It goes with the whole operation. A.J. Brown's a big difference maker, too. Let's, let's face it. That's Tennessee. But, Charlie, you know what that was to me last night? That's a freaking minor bowl game. And one team that didn't want to play. Yeah, that's exactly what it looked like for an NFL playoff I game. mean, even Joe Buck, who knows nothing about football, but he's seen enough games, and he goes, I hate to keep repeating myself, but... They're not. They're just not tackling Troy. And then, and then, and, and, and what's up, boys? I think From, Joe Buck knows a
3: little bit about for, football. Come on.
4: <laughs> Eggman yeah, laughs at him. Yeah. I, you, I know you love him. That's fine. I don't love him, but he's a knows, baseball. He's a baseball guy. They threw into the the, the the football, but he's gotten a lot better. Right. Gotten a lot better. One thing he does is tell us when the flags on not on the field on a big play when we can't see the whole field. I get that, but. I mean, he's not going to give you tremendous insight on the game. But he, even him, even Josie's playbook, Charlie and Franklin, will tell you that, they're not tackling, Charlie. Right. Why they're not tackling, Charlie? I mean, and that's just a lack of effort and desire. I mean, what's my boy, Palmer, from Kentwood? Trey Palmer. Nebraska LSU?
3: Yeah. Did
4: you see him? I'm still up. Going for, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, he was surprised. There's nobody I'm, else back there. Can, I'm still up. Yeah. I'm just going, oh, I, I can run you. I'll run you now. So, it's, and it's part of, did you hear Troy Aikman at the end? You're
3: going to have to help me He's out. I, very,
4: very good. He's comes. I mean, really, really sharp at giving you something without just being a complete jerk. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of this talk about finger pointing and this and in the locker room and and the Philly media can overreact and things like that. The fan base can overreact. I just talked about on Christmas Day against the Giants, they're booing and cheering on the same drive. But he says,
3: Joe, I, I, I don't see how you can just come back status quo. Oh, you can't. Uh, I mean, well, well, they're going mean, to make coordinator changes for sure. I, I don't know if they're going to change the head coach. I'm, I'm, no, no, no. Status – no, Charlie, that means from top
4: up. That means players. That means maybe an assistant. I don't know about the coach. No, that that means shake some things up. Your guy, your rock, it's, the game wasn't even over. Y'all,
3: I'm out of here. Kelsey. Yeah, he's the best center in football. He's retiring. He's the best center in football. He may be the best center of all time. He's certainly in the conversation. Um, is that right? Of, uh, who would you think is my top considered? centers of all time? I, I would say Mike Webster. I would say Dermody Dawson, Dwight Stevenson, Jim Otto. Those are the centers that are in the Hall of Fame. Jim Ringo.
4: Um, he's right there.
3: Yeah, he is with all of those guys. Mawai made it as a, as a common, you know, he's a center and a guard. Those are your Hall of Fame centers. He's right there with all of those guys. Um, I, I don't know that we were supposed to see this coming, and I'll tell you why. The five-game win streak that preceded the collapse for those wins came against the Dolphins, Cowboys, the Chiefs, and the Bills. They may have gotten fortunate in but some Dolphins, of those games. No, nothing fortunate about the Dolphins. They smoked them. Uh, okay. Dolphins away from home, got killed again. Yeah, okay. The, the other ones were one-score games, so maybe they caught a, a little bit of, of a break. But when you're the defending NFC champions and you're 10-1 and one and you're finding ways to win – even on the road at places like Kansas City, then you get a little bit of credit for that. And you say, okay, well, this is going to even out. They'll lose a the second game to the Cowboys maybe. All right, fine. And, you, and you, you get beat by the Niners. We talked about the the spot there, uh, what Philadelphia was going through schedule-wise, coming off the uh, the Monday night game uh, – no, the overtime game, sorry, on Sunday. Um, Niners had an extra three days of rest. Okay, you get ambushed there. Fine. But losses to the Seahawks and the Cardinals and the Giants and even the Giants game they were fortunate to win. Jalen Hurts is going to get a ton of the blame for this, and, and he should. He didn't play well. But look what the defense gave up. They gave up 42 to the Niners, 33 to the Cowboys, 20 to the Seahawks, 35 to the Cardinals who didn't punt. I know that's one of your favorite stats of the year. And 27 more to the Giants on the last day of the season. And then 32 points last night. Uh, to, to Tampa, where's the Philly defense? Then you get into the finger-pointing. A.J. Brown jumped Jalen Hurts, uh, what was it, two weeks ago, whatever week it was, and then last night it was Dallas Goddard just lighting him up, and Hurts is just standing there with a, uh, sitting there with kind of a blank stare, like, I have no rebuttal to you, okay? You know, at least when Dak and C.D. were going at it, you know, they were kind of going at it, like, why didn't you do this, why didn't you do this? Hurts is just sitting there, like – He's staring off into space like whatever Brown is telling him or whatever Goddard is telling him is like uh, like a kid that you found, uh, you know, breaking the rule. He's like, uh, yeah, I did that. You know, th- there's just no emotion. There's no blood going no, to whoa, it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It hurt? It hurt last
4: night. Okay. Well, no, we praise him for all the time. He's poised. Nothing wrong. Nothing phases. No, he's not doing anything different. The, the things
3: happening around him are different. The defense for sure. I just gave you the numbers, okay? So, that's part, Charlie, of, Charlie, that's part of Philadelphia's Charlie. demise.
4: Washington any good? No. They outgained about 100 yards. Outgained the Eagles about 100 yards. Yeah. Okay. They were fortunate to win that, okay? They outgained about 100. Dallas at Philadelphia, 406-292. to 292. Barely out of bounds, but that barely, you know, at the goal line with um, the big tight end. Kansas City, they won that one. Got the interception in the end zone by Mahomes. Terrible throw before half. Two hundred thirty-eight yards, and they, they, and then they start. They got killed by San Francisco. I mean, I, I mean Buffalo. They, so you they have these,
3: problems on both sides of the ball.
4: Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. We have problems going in, but they oh, They hocus pocus. They find a ways. It's a little bit of luck. Oh, but they, they're good. No, they, they win. They just find ways to win. There were signs that they were be, Pittsburgh. When they, what, seven games in a row with them being outgained? At some times, well, they're not just that good, but they're, you know, if I get it, they're finding ways to win. I mean, but then, then there's the bad teams to play bad, and it's almost like they lost their focus, too, even. To, but this there were some signs of some kinks in the armor, not of a collapse of yeah. historic proportions. Right. No, no, this is not to look like – um. <laughs> I mean not to look like um I don't know uh Ohio State in their bowl game against uh Missouri or I don't, or you you pick your you pick your disinterested bowl team that did I
3: mean that's what it looked like in a playoff game. I can pick one from yesterday day before yesterday. It was the Dallas Cowboys, okay? Dallas Dallas, I Dallas just got whooped. I
4: didn't think it was a lack of effort. Last night I saw consistent, consistent lack of
3: Tackling guys, that ain't that good. No, there, there was a, there was a definite lack of effort last L- night. The, the Cowboys got completely smoked. Last year's day.
4: team, and
3: Jordan loves a hot quarterback. His numbers, his numbers are. Michael Parsons said one assist. Okay, I, I expect more than that in a playoff of game course. A player of course. that caliber. but Love, Love
4: continued his hot run. I mean, it was a, it was a, Love got, is Love is rolling. He get this. Tampa Bay, they said it last night. Number thirty-two rushing game last year. Number thirty-two rushing game this year. Did they have a problem rushing the ball?
3: No, they threw it too much. <laughs> Rashad White was was, <laughs> I mean. was rolling. Let me get. Hey, let me let me give you the, today's trivia question, Jeopardy style. Here's the answer: Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, Joe Montana, Baker Mayfield. What? What's the question? Brady, Manning, Montana, Favre, Mayfield. What is? Who are quarterbacks to win a playoff game with more than one team? (laughs) Baker Mayfield won a playoff game with Cleveland. Sure did. Brady. That was at Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. Brady, Manning, Favre, uh, Montana, and Baker Mayfield. (laughs) Well, that tells And (laughs) and also, Tampa Bay got Baker cheaper than what we got Carr, huh? Oh, by only about $156 million, yes. That much? He got a one year, four million dollar deal, car got four for one year four, four million? And He didn't get the whole one sixty guarantee. But, but. four forty so thirty six million this cheaper this year, yeah. Yeah. Just in the just in the base. We got more to talk about. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You made me come out in the cold today, man. We're going (laughs) to (laughs) talk. We're going to talk. We we
4: are open over here at Dozy Place. We are open. Come on. It's toasty in here. It is. In the uh, Crown Town Room. So, uh, come on by and see us. I mean, I've got – I mean, I look like I'm – my boy Ralphie uh, going to school in a Christmas story. I mean, I am bundled up today, and Charlie's just got a little pullover today. I mean, you know, he's, he's built. He's built for the. I got the a lay- I got layers. <laughs> <Built> <laughs> layers. For the but a hot, uh, hot meal over here uh, for lunch, and uh, you know, wait. Roads are fine on the way over here, at least you know Diamond The way, street's in pretty good shape, You know, shape, the, yeah. the, the um, sunshine is uh, going, so if you're uh, home for work, you got to the take them over here uh, for lunch over at Dozy Place. Uh, spaghetti and meatballs, chicken fried steak, um, uh, what is it, the hamburger steak, the hand-crut uh, ch- uh, French fries. You can dress your kind of make-to-order, your chicken sandwich or hamburger, Different cheeses, aiolis, grilled onions, bacon, what, whatever it is over here at Dozy Place. And yes, it's cold too in the dinner time. Those steaks, man. The Porterhouse is the best. So, two side you know, you cook it to two different temperatures on the different sides uh, of that uh, Porterhouse uh, bone. So, come on by and check us out at Dozy Place on Government
3: Street in the heart of Mid City. Live at lunch, 1045 ESPN Baton Rouge. Live
2: at lunch.
3: Home bank, Louisiana Bay since 1908. You know, if you're not getting enough uh, out of your savings right now, great CD rates that you can take advantage of with Home Bank, Offering APYs of 5.15% on just seven-month CDs. You want a longer term, 4.75% APY on all 14-month CDs. Here's the best part. The minimum balance on these accounts is only $2,500. So it's open to a large, large audience there. Rates are really impressive right now. And you can get them for a low minimum. Balance and a very nice APY for 7 or 14 months. Talk to one of the local bankers in any of the Baton Rouge locations. Chris and his staff do a great job. Corporate, Shorewood Forest, Long Form Village, and Blue Bondage. You can also find Home Bank locations across South Louisiana and Acadiana, New Orleans, the North Shore, also Natchez, Mississippi, and expanding in Houston, Texas. Go to Home24 Bank for more information. Home Bank, good for business, good for life. Member FDIC. <laughs>
2: Live at lunch with Art Handy from Dozy Place on Government Street on 1045 ESPN Baton Rouge. Remember,
3: you can always get the show on demand 1045ESPN.com. The Hannycast has been pushed back to later in the week. You can get that as well at 1045ESPN.com. I know you've been waiting for this. You've been. You, you've just no, no, been well, let me ask you. Let me ask you about this. the her-
4: I mean, it, Charlie, it's not tennis, okay? He, now, listen, I, I'm glad we had Aikman to do the, the the broadcast last night because I remember two years ago that game, that uh, the, the divisional game, uh, Philly in uh, Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. and Hurts was awful. I mean, awful. He was just like, man, here's Devontae Smith, but, you know, Jalen Hurts won't get. And Aikman said, stop. He says, we did this game two years ago. And Jalen Hurts realized he had to get better as a passer. He has. He has taken major steps. He was really, really bad as a passer. He can always run. He can always run as a threat. But what I'm trying to tell you, Charlie, and I maintain, running quarterbacks are short-term in the NFL. And don't you think he, how many designed running plays did they have last night?
3: None. Zero. I, I, outside of the tush push on the two-point. So.
4: Zero. And, uh, okay, is he a little banged up? Of course he is. But when he doesn't have that run, you know, them, them safeties, they don't have to run support, he doesn't have the easy throwing opportunities. And then you take away a piece like A.J. Brown, that's a huge deal. He's had a great supporting cast. He's got better, but they've always done that read option type of – they did read option looks, but there's no read option. He's not keeping the ball and running. It's just a kind of a little – Little show fake or whatever. Nobody's respecting him as a runner. That makes it tough on him as a passer. Then you know, for instance, like two young quarterbacks took some big strides
3: this year as passers. Love Stroud, huh? Huge. I'm, okay, I'll but they did that in first class a little bit
4: later on. <laughs> but, get some but, but but I mean, but I mean, it's sustainable, right? Yeah. You know. Justin Fields started running a little bit. Justin Fields' passer rating went down this year. His passing numbers. Yeah, my, my point is he
3: can't be that running threat. In how many designed runs last year? Last year, a, a, a lot. He had one hundred and fifty-seven rushing attempts this season, and I would say probably two-thirds of those were designed. And it's probably similar to what he had last year. So. He's And he's not. And he doesn't get all the blame
4: for this, obviously, right. for their trides. But but I thought he got a little bit too much. I thought he was in a good situation. How do we, you know, we're, keep in mind when we watch, you know, we, we want to be impatient as well. We want to try Desmond Ritter or, you know, or what about Love when he had that start at Kansas City a couple of years ago? How'd that go?
3: Or last year? And and that was a spot start. You know, he was forced in there. I didn't I didn't hold that against him. Looked hell- he was. Horrible. He was he was awful. A lot of guys look bad in their first NFL start, okay? I didn't I didn't hold that one against him. I thought it was unfair what they did to Love to say, hey, first six games, that's it. That's what you get. Well they didn't do that. They did. They said that. No, oh. they didn't they didn't hold to it because if you'd have You'd Going with the first six starts, well, you probably started put him two and five. Yeah, you'd start. You'd put him on the bench. But they said that in the thing. You and I have been disagreeing about Jalen Hurts for a long time. I think he. I, I, for the record, I agree with what you're saying about running quarterbacks. I do believe that they've got a shorter shelf life. I think he's always been a little bit better passer than you've given him credit for. But let me get the when, in the last. Two seasons. Okay. I, I think yes, been, he has yeah. gotten better.
4: No, I, I didn't think it was going to faster at Alabama. Okay. He has gotten right. better. But he can't go do that at, at with, with, Char-
3: uh, with Carolina's supporting cast. No freaking way. No, no Carolina's. No freaking way. That's correct. Down the stretch, okay, he was running less in, in, in uh-huh. his losing streak, but he was also running for – there was a lot less room for him. It wasn't like they weren't trying to run him at all. The Giants game, the first Giants game, the Arizona game, and the San Francisco game, they ran him eight times apiece for right about three. Was it designed runs or rushings off of? Off. I don't have every play, but well, I would imagine most of these were designed runs. I, I, we watched those games together. No, Does but it? you scramble, you run. That's half of those, Charlie. They weren't going anywhere. Whether they were scrambles or designed runs, they weren't going anywhere. So the, the whole legal run game, him included, digressed. And that was part, just a, a small part of it. I mean, I gave you the defensive numbers. The, the defense was giving up a ridiculous amount of yards. So Philly's problems are multi-layered. Hurts is a part of it. There's no question. The defense is a part of it. The locker room is a part of it. And you just got to wonder if, you know, where did – before that losing streak, they had won 25 of 31 games over two seasons. I mean, that's a long sample size in the NFL. And it all went to pieces almost overnight
0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And it's,
3: I, I don't have, I don't think there's any one answer. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you that. I, I don't think it's, oh, will you go replace the OC or the DC? <clears throat> or am a little bit
4: more steady than you, Charlie. You're a little bit more volatile. <laughs> okay. Okay. I wasn't, it was guarded on my praise for Hertz and I am, Guarded on, no, this is not all him here. He's not as good as everybody thought he was when they were winning. He's not as bad as everybody thinks now that, that they're losing. It's not tennis, okay? But he is, he cannot, you can't. You cannot run a quarterback that many design runs that they were on pace to. And he was going to have to try. And they did pull back. Well, when they pulled back, they're not as good. I mean, how many passes did he was he off on, and some some throws that he, he should have made last
3: night. He missed a bunch. Now there
4: were a couple there were a couple of drops too. There were. you know, okay. Oh, I mean, oh, I don't oh. get wrong. But you take a piece like A.J. Brown. How can that line-up move with
3: A.J. Brown in or out of the lineup? That dude is big time impact. Tampa had six drops in the first half alone. Oh home, gosh, and, and Baker keeps going back. Ba- ba- and, and he he has a great game. What would Baker Mayfield's numbers have been last night yeah. without the drops? 450. He might yards. have hit that pace, passer rating. I mean, three, that perfect passer rating. He went for 337. He goes for 450. Yeah. If they if they catch even three quarters of Oh, the, of the tight ball. end, of course, Your boy end Evans. I mean, again, oh I my mean. goodness. I'm I'm th- that guy's going to go to the Hall of Fame. He has not a lot of drops, always has. Yeah. Here's what I know about the the Eagles. They may change coordinators. They may change. The head coach, I doubt it, but they might. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't either. I don't think it's fair, but they might. They they're going to have Kelsey's going to retire, so you're going to have some changes in personnel starting with the Hall of Famer, and you know they're still they're still in pretty good dress. The one thing that I can guarantee you next year is Jalen Hurts going to be starting quarterback, in Philadelphia. Okay, mm-hmm. they are married to him for the considerable future with that contract. Well, they, so they should you, be.
4: Hurts it, yes. So, I mean, uh, no, I'm not. So of all no, the changes, of course they should be.
3: Of all the changes that yes. they that they could make, he ain't one
4: of them. So they won how many games this year? Eleven. Yeah, they were eleven and eight. Won sixteen last year.
3: I thought they were fourteen and 14 three. Fourteen and three, and they, and they won two season. more.
4: Those right. two, two layups. Twenty-seven wins. Yeah. How many? Uh, how many uh, wins? Uh, Saints have last two years.
3: Well, they were seventeen and seventeen, right? They were eight and nine last year, nine 17, eight this year, I think. Seventeen, so I, twenty-seven wins, and
4: there's conversation whether or not they they, they want to make a move at head coach.
3: <laughs> and suggest- we sit
4: down there with you know Ms. Gale, you ain't got no kids, man. You don't. They 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 they, they cut ties with Benson's kids. I mean, it's just charities. They just got to figure, your boy. louser just
3: got to figure out what charities again. Gotta, come, are un- it. Unload on this guy. I, I gave him too much credit. They were seven and ten last year, not eight and nine. So they're actually sixteen. Below, they were they're two games below five hundred uh, over the last over the last two years. And we're we're staying at pat. Yeah, there may be some news out of Saints camp today. But Loomis got to get a little heat for, um, he should. for for going with Carr over at Mayfield. I've yeah, but that's not that's not where my biggest frustration with Loomis lies. It it. it it's more about the dispersal of draft would, picks. Would the Saints have the, would the Saints have the won the division the if you flip flop those quarterbacks? I don't know. Um, I, I guess it's possible. I mean, they split now, the, they split I'm, the two games with Tampa. I'm, I'm, I'm caught. I'm, listen, I'm slow
4: to embrace Mayfield because again, you named your college team that's disinterested in their 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 minor bowl game. That was the Eagles last night. Yeah. That for an NFL playoff game, that's unheard of. I understand the Dolphins, you know, in the 80, 80 degree weather, yeah. you know, when they're cracking helmets, being a little cautious to tackle. That's another thing
3: to play in 75 degree weather last night. O-o- overall, there's probably six inches of difference between the Saints and the Bucks right now. Really is. I mean, cl- it, the Saints demol- demolished them two weeks ago, and, and, but they lost to them in the Superdome in September. There's two plays. Of difference between the 2023 Saints and 2023 Bucks. So could Baker Mayfield have come in and won one more game than Derek Carr? Maybe. I mean, but it's not like the Saints would have gone 14 and three if Mayfield comes here. It's just this minor bit of of, of difference. Or did they just figure it out at the end and demolish the two
4: teams that were? You know, I mean, they. They got better in the last month of the season. I just They've need been... to know who am I going to pick now that the Eagles are out of it because we've
3: been fading them for a long time. Well, you can bet against the Bucs next week. They're going to Detroit. I am. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I already have. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I don't um, want to get an over a touchdown.
4: I'm, I'm not overbuying with the, the, no, that that no, that Tampa Bay I, win. I, I saw six. I took six. Joe Buck. I hate to be repeating myself, oh, but they're not tackling, true. Troy. Well, they weren't. It, it, Does Josie write
3: his stuff? She could. She could. <laughs> could. could. What are we getting for Joji's playbook, huh? Uh, just take that guy and run him right around the outside. 85 yards. <laughs> Do it every
4: time. MR Property Group at uh, Yes Indeed. Buying, selling, uh, investing. My friends Miriam Del Rio and Remy Curry. Big LSU sports fans. So that makes for a more pleasant experience when you have a partner with a uh, partner up with this experience with someone with common interests. And, boy, i You know, sometimes if you don't, man, some of these realtors, you feel like you're, I don't know, talking a foreign language to try and get them straight. You know, sometimes the realtors can kind of push their personal preferences or beliefs onto you. No, we are customer centric at MR Property Group. So we are, we're not going to force our preferences on you, but when you want to use us as a sounding board because we have been doing this process way more often than you have, we're here for suggestions. And, and, and answers when you do have questions. Low-pressure suggestions when finding the options that you're interested in. Hey, you thinking about buying or selling? You may not realize just how much equity you have in your home. MR Property Group with Keller Williams Red Stick Partners in Baton Rouge, 230
3: 230 Live at Doze Eat Place, live at lunch, 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge.
2: Live at lunch. <laughs>
0: Light the lunch with and Annie
2: from Dozy Place on Government Street on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. All right, let's go out to Las Vegas. Andy is from gaming today. Andy, how you doing, buddy?
1: Jimmy, I'm doing well. Hope you all enjoyed and uh, had a successful uh, wild card weekend and uh, ready for the Elite Eight.
4: I hadn't had the chance to put the final um, the final touches. Let me. Uh, I've got to pull it up right now for Football Sunday. I know we had Tampa Bay uh, last night, Buffalo, and I mean we got thrown off uh, with that. Uh, with that lack of weather, that
3: total that uh, was the one that really hurt <laughs> from us. 35
4: and a half to thirty-nine.
3: Well, that that I, w- I was actually talking about the the, the total the in, in, the game. Game? in the Detroit game, Detroit game, Detroit game. Yeah, that we, yeah. at halftime that looks like a, a cinch. I li-
1: I like that one so much. Uh, that was uh, one of the better. I think I used that one on Sunday. But it did allow for the opportunity for a very nice middle at halftime when they put the total up. I think it was twenty-seven and a half in the second half, which would have put the game at sixty-five and a half. So that gave a nice little opportunity for a middle, which unfortunately didn't help or didn't hit, rather. But it did, uh, it did at least wipe out the uh, the over with the cash on the second half under.
4: Yeah, that's that's the first part of the uh, of a uh, middle. A lot of people use the term hedge, and I understand. Um, here we are right here Charlie you had Tampa Bay I did I had Tampa Bay Dello had Tampa Bay Eagle fading uh Andy had uh under in Buffalo and that was uh, before we got the um oh no no that's after we had the uh the, the word no that was Randy when those, the had, line
1: had already moved to like 38 and I said you know you get 38 or higher to, uh, that the under looks good uh, at, at 33 and a half you know if, if we had not known about the 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 uh, Uh, the postponement, I would have liked the the over of that uh, number. Part of the reason was didn't know what we were going to get out of Mason Rudolph going up against Buffalo. I figured Buffalo would do some scoring, but wasn't quite sure about what uh, uh, Pittsburgh would do. And then, of course, when the weather became a little bit better, I thought that that Buffalo's defense would perform uh, better. Collectively? Collectively, eight and seven—a
4: uh, a tough luck, eight and seven with Detroit and Detroit over as we switch yeah. uh, that one um, uh, with that one. Now, listen, the, the first uh, that that Dallas game was was going way over too, and you could have hedged on that one in Middleton, you know, but that continued to fly over. Uh, we talked about the Eagles um, this week, uh, today, and a lot because some historical, uh, you know. Mishaps, collapse, whatever, and then this was not your usual slide that it came into uh, last night. I mean, you know, the Bucks couldn't get a first down against Dallas with a similar uh, record last year. Last night, they the Eagles were no contest uh, for the Buccaneers with a with a similar uh, roster. Um, Andy, were the Eagles not as good as we thought they were last year, or not? Just what what, what your thoughts on this Eagles? Of this slide of historical proportions
1: it's it, it's really hard to say I mean I'll go back last year, we saw the same thing in uh, in the twenty twenty two season with Tennessee. I think they were seven and three or something like that. I think yeah seven and three, and they lost seven straight. They looked like they were going to be the number one seed, and we saw that really carry over a good deal into uh, into this year with Tennessee, so I'm wondering if we might not see the same thing. Uh, with the Eagles next year. You go back to that week three game in in, in Tampa Bay, and the Eagles had over 400 yards of offense, 200 rushing, 200 passing. They limited, I think, Tampa Bay to – or oh, maybe two to 300 yards at most, usually playing or mostly playing from behind. And you didn't really have that much of a difference. Yeah, you had uh, uh, Brown out for Philadelphia, but basically you had the same players on the field against Tampa last night that you had in, in, uh, in week three, and you had mostly the Tampa Bay players. So you're looking at the same cast of teams and yet entirely different results. And I, I, I cannot pinpoint what caused the turnaround in the Eagles. Maybe it was the uh, shellacking... Uh, that uh, uh, that they took it against San Francisco, a game that they had put a lot of emphasis on, and it never really recovered from that.
4: Hey Andy, um, what about uh, what about the number one seeds now rested in against a team that won a wild card game? Okay, that's fine, but against these first year full time starting quarterbacks, one of course a rookie and Stroud, but Stroud and Love coming in at, with hot hands uh, for the young visiting. Both lines are about nine and a half. Um, what's your early thoughts on those games?
1: My initial thoughts were when I saw the lines come out, and actually preparing for before the lines came out, uh, I was I, I like San Francisco at the number. I like what Green Bay has done. Uh, they just. You know, they just caught Dallas at a team where maybe Dallas was overconfident. They thought they just had to show up and, uh, and, uh, uh, I'm sorry, against, uh, against Cleveland, that they just had to show up and, uh, and win for the K. Well, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm switching between games here. I like CJ Stroud plus the points against Baltimore. I like the poise that he's shown all season. And I'm not, I'm a little bit more concerned about Green Bay's win, uh, because, uh, they just caught a Dallas team that I felt was overconfident, just had to, uh, show up. I like this Green Bay team. Uh, but uh, San Francisco, to me, notwithstanding the Baltimore game, has been the best game, the most talented team, the most best balanced team on both sides of the football, and I think that they will have success defensively shutting down what uh, Green Bay was able to do successfully against uh, uh, the Packers. Undecided yet on the Kansas City-Buffalo uh, game, I did mention in the... Um, uh, in, in the Houston game. I like what I saw out of Houston. I don't expect them to upset Baltimore, but I expect them to give the, uh, uh, the Ravens a good game. And, you know, we still, there's all these questions about Lamar, but I think Lamar has the kind of talent around him now, uh, for the Ravens to, uh, advance. And, um, uh, what's the game I'm leaving out? Detroit, Tampa Bay. These teams met earlier in the year, and very similarly, Tampa Bay was outplayed by Detroit. I think the score was 20-6, to 6, but Detroit was in much more control. What I've liked, what I've seen out of this Tampa Bay team down this season, I'm a little concerned that maybe Detroit let the emotion get to them a little bit after that lead at halftime because they really did nothing in the second half although the defense played well. This Tampa Bay team, as they say, is playing with house money, but they're also a very good football team. In fact, if I recall correctly, I think they held Detroit, notwithstanding the fact that they lost the game, to about 40-something yards rushing, which I think was one of Detroit's lowest rushing totals of this season. And, the, and Tampa Bay's defense has gotten better ever since. So I think at six six 65 I'm looking right now, I'm looking at taking the points. All I, right. I don't so, think people will be upset.
4: All right. In, in college basketball uh, last week, we saw uh, six top ten teams uh, being upset. So, you know, in, the, in, in in football we call it kind of the uh, field rush fade. So, now one of them was by a visiting team. Butler went to Marquette and beat them 69-62. Uh, and they were a free, uh, a number 11 team. We also saw Santa Clara uh, beat uh, Gonzaga, uh, Gonzaga at home at uh, like eight point uh, underdogs. So, Iowa State, um, Iowa State upset uh Houston, top five Houston, number two Houston. Nebraska uh, beat Purdue, number one Purdue by sixteen points. Mississippi State beat number five Tennessee by five. Central Florida beat number three Kansas, sixty five sixty. TCU uh, against Oklahoma. These seven teams. These one, two, three, four, yeah. These seven teams. The next game, five and two or two and five against the spread. Two and five against the spread. Uh, Iowa State and TCU followed up with wins and covered. Nebraska, Mississippi State, Central Florida, Butler, and Santa Clara all lose. Is that, what do you do? You like to follow a team that got upset to kind of get awakened a little bit. Um, looked like everybody rebounded, that got upset minus Houston against TCU. And do you like to uh, fade uh, bet against a a team that pulled off the big upset that's still maybe in a celebratory mood?
1: Yeah, exactly. Both of those situations, when a team, when a, when a, uh, a highly ranked team loses outright, especially when they're double digits favorites or are close to it, I tend to look to go against the team that pulled the upset and on the team that was upset. That's the first way that I look. I don't always pull the trigger. It'd be extremely unusual for me to go the reverse and expect the upset team to continue the momentum and uh, the team that pulled the upset uh, or the team that got upset to lose again, although we did see that with Houston. The loss at Iowa State uh, was, uh, I think, followed the loss, what was it, at Texas A&M? I think it was, that beat them a little earlier in the week. So that was one of the unusual situations where uh, where I, I stayed away from that one. But uh, normally that's the first way uh, that I look. But again, it also depends upon the quality of the team. And I think what you're pointing out with all these upsets is we are seeing the significant effect of the transfer portal continuing to take its toll. You know, more so than football basketball relies on timing and knowing where your teammates are and when to pass, etc. It takes time for that to develop even uh, in more than just the 10 games that you have to play November, December. Uh, When you see some of these rosters where half to maybe two-thirds of the roster are guys who weren't on the team the year ago, it's much more than we've seen in past years where transfers had to sit out and uh, players didn't move as much as they did. So it's it's an entirely new environment in college sports, college basketball especially.
4: Charlie, you, you the different a lot of people, a lot of coaches and ex-coaches in football think it's the lack of depth that has really been attacked through the transfer portal by some of the, yep. the big ones. In basketball, though, it's, it's, it's again, we're seeing and, on, and with all of these, but you know Butler Marquette,' we're teams that won
3: at home as well. We know about the home court advantage. and there's still the, the, the COVID effect there's some old teams out there. these teams yes, with these yes. 22 and 23 year- old seniors that have been in college for a long time. Uh, in in mid majors, especially. All right, uh,
4: Andy is go uh, with us each and every Sunday, also giving out his top two picks as part of Football Sunday. This Sunday will be live from the Boravage and Biloxi, Mississippi. Andy, thank you, buddy. Great stuff as always. We'll talk to you on Sunday.
1: Thanks, guys. Have a great week. All
3: right. Live at Dozie plays live at lunch, 1045 ESPN Baton Rouge.
2: Live at lunch.
3: Remind you about our friends over at Big Mike's in Denham Springs and some uh, different stuff going on here as we start the new year. Line dancing lessons every Wednesday night uh, at 6 o'clock. So you want to look for something different to get out and do with your significant other on Wednesday nights. You can be at Big Mike's on Thursday nights. It's bingo, uh, family-friendly. You get a bingo card with an entree, and you can win items off of the menu. Happy Hour Drink prices Monday through Friday from 3 until 7 and all day on Sundays. You can go watch uh, the Divisional Playoffs this weekend Happy Hour Drink prices mean two twenty-five dollars beer, both bottle and uh, draft, $3 wells, and $4 wine at Big Mike's. You've seen them on Bar Rescue, the Dennis Springs Hall of Fame right out in the front of the restaurant, a perfect place for your little private get-togethers, multiple-size party rooms, or they're available for catering off-site. And crawfish coming very soon, live music every weekend. On Aspen Square at Big Mike's, we're kind of a big deal. <music>
2: Live at lunch with Ot and from Dozy Place on Government Street on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge.
3: Last of the coaching dominoes uh, trying to fall here. Arizona, who lost Jed Fish to Washington, who lost Kalen DeVore to Alabama, who lost Nick Saban to retirement. Good has, hire by Washington. Uh, yes, has hired San Jose State coach Brent Brennan. Really? Yeah. They won their last – they got hot late. They won their last six regular season games. They got beat by Coastal Carolina in the bowl game. But uh, they finished 7-6. and six. COVID championship.
4: Mountain West Conference championship beat Boise State that year, but still uh, they were de- displaced. Um, and listen, very very limited resources at San Jose State with their football
3: budget. You know, it there's a uh, he's respected uh, over there pretty good. He is, uh, it, but it, it's an, it's an economics uh, type hire. I mean, he had a losing record in conference at San Jose State. What did he take over, Charlie? What was their conference They record? were terrible. Uh, they, I mean, they, they, disgustingly they were, bad. They, they, they were terrible, and he got him to respectability. Absolutely. But this is what Arizona can afford. I mean, it took Jet Fish about two seconds to take the Washington job. They they could not offer. Washington made a full economic faith-based attempt to keep Kalen DeBoer. Arizona had no chance to keep Jet Fish, none. Uh, the, the economic situation
4: there is – So Washington, because of their Big Ten affiliation, now has um, – has more because Washington traditionally yeah. was not that much more of an athletic budget than uh, Arizona. They were
3: going no, it, the Big Ten money, and of course they haven't had a coach as good in a while. They were willing to go to 10 million bucks a year, and he, he wanted to go to Alabama. So coach at Washington good. State, yeah, too. So, he <laughs> First game. class, second class, no class. When we return here live at Doe's Eat Place, live at lunch, 1045 ESPN Baton Rouge.
0: I want a seat in first class where I was booked and ticketed over a month ago second class
2: that no man should be subjected to the indignity of being labeled or treated like a second class citizen and no class i
3: have become like school on sunday no class i'll tell you what then why don't you call me sometime when you have no class
2: first class second class no class brought to you by supreme rice buy local with louisiana-based supreme rice since 1936
3: First class, second class, no class from Doe's Eat Place on Government Street here in Mid-City. We had some uh, first-time quarterbacks in the playoffs this weekend, really, really do a number
0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And they almost did the same
3: number. <laughs> CJ Stroud and Jordan Love both making their first playoff starts. Stroud went 16 for 21, 274 yards, three touchdowns, and no interceptions. Jordan Love's uh, stat line was almost identical. Uh, he went 16 for 21, 272 yards, three touchdowns and no interceptions. So essentially, they had the same day. Jimmy, uh, rookie quarterbacks, this would ordinarily be a spot that we would fade, okay? Let me give you some of the numbers here. In the last 20 years, rookie quarterbacks in the playoffs are 8-26 and 26 straight up. They're a little bit better against the spread, but not much. They've covered the spread only thirty-eight and a half percent of the time. Both of these uh, quarterbacks, as underdogs, uh, won the game straight up, and they just haven't been very many underdogs in the playoffs. Again, eight and twenty-six uh, for for rookie uh, for first-time starters at quarterback. And when you talk about rookies, the numbers even smaller. C.J. Stroud became only the tenth what I would call true rookie. To win a playoff game, uh, his his first season, we're talking about going. Our friend Sean King is on this list. Was a, a rookie with Tampa Bay in 1999, won a playoff game. Uh, Aaron Brooks was a rookie when he won uh, the Saints' first playoff game in 2000, and there's some you know future Hall of Famers on this list like Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, and Brock Purdy's the most recent to do it. He he won uh, two games last year, but it's a short, short uh, list uh, when only ten guys in NFL history have ever done it. So rookie quarterbacks, first time quarterbacks, uh, one of them uh, a, a a you know a rookie quarterback goes out uh, and puts up the numbers that Stroud did, and Love goes and does it on the road against a team that hasn't. Lost a home game since the beginning of the twenty two season. So, first class to first time, uh, first time starters. We 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 resisted the urge to fade them. Uh, at least I did, <laughs> but, uh, because both of them had been playing I, pretty I liked damn well. Ellis. I was I was fading Jordan Love. You know? I, I, well, I I went with the over in that me. game. I, I didn't I didn't take him. I didn't didn't fade him. He burned me pretty good. Was a tough. I, t- I like I had Stroud though, but um you know and little man
4: he's that's, that's a big part that that Houston is set up man that Houston set up. not quite that, that but these young these young receivers man they they they're going to become
3: household names pretty soon too man. Well, Nico Collins has had a great year, and you know, Tank Dell, before he got hurt, was having a great year. You know, I, I said this on the show yesterday. You look at what Houston has drafted the last three years since they went through, you know, the death of the owner and multiple coaches and, you know, redoing some stuff in the front office and looked just like an absolute – had to go through the Deshaun Watson fiasco. It just looked like a train wreck. Draft well. It, it's the key to Everything that you do, and I think you were taking a
4: break. We discussed it on Football Sunday with Mike Delicano. Yeah, yeah. You know the
3: the uh, you look at Tampa Bay last night and some of the the, the draft picks that they had uh, contributing. The Rams, who were in salary cap hell, you know, we hear that all the time, and it's why we're waiting to, to see if there's some news. There, there was some rumors going around, and, and Jeff Duncan had posted something this morning. We may see some staff changes down in New Orleans today. But why? The, the, well, why? Why? Well, everything's fine. But, but not. The, but I don't think the big chair. If yeah, it, if it is, I'll be surprised. But unless Mickey Loomis takes a different approach to roster building, it would take the mother of all coaching jobs to get this right. Because what they have done is they have forfeited multiple drafts the quantity of draft choices to move up in so many drafts and they're just not in a position to do that anymore so you can bring Bill Belichick in bring Jim Harbaugh in, bring whoever you think the best assistant is out there and if you continue to build roster like this without a Drew Brees at quarterback I just don't think it works I know the Rams got away with it for one year they brought in a veteran quarterback and it worked but they've got to quit acting like they're one piece away and that's why when they beat Tampa late in the season I'm like man is just gonna give them an excuse to restructure contracts you can't be active in free agency and you mortgage draft picks to move up in drafts to get that one guy and when that guy is Marcus Davenport and it doesn't work out you know you you put yourself you set yourself so far back so without a philosophical change and if Loomis can't do it then it needs to be somebody else i I think Loomis has been there long enough to be able to change his thinking but if they do changing the coach is like painting the car that's rusting, okay? might look good for a minute, but the the nuts and bolts of this thing that are holding it together are not there. You know, those telling me Dennis day... Allen has has gotten
4: a, what he is supposed to out of that roster no. the last couple of years? No, he hasn't. Okay. Are you telling me that there are more
3: really strong coaching candidates available there this are. year than more than usual? There are. But you take you're going to put a really good coach in a really bad position if you continue well, to build it up. damn it, Charlie? Start well, well. I'll improve that position I'm first.
4: Not, I, you know, what I mean, don't, I, don't I, act like I'm going to bat for Dennis Allen, no, Allen here. No, but I mean, I mean, put put him put him like, a, no, don't even worry about it because you just paint the old rusty car. Well, hell, and maximize that position, and then you could try and do the other as well. Well, and I would think Belichick would come in and have a little bit of a say so too, which has been horrible. Yeah, which has been horrendous. <laughs> right, you know, personnel. That but, helped. I mean. The problems, I, I, I,
3: I, the problems are twofold. you got
4: a guy like Mike Vrabel available, and I would take Vrabel in his prime over Belichick on a tail end. Just me. I would, too. Okay. I, okay, I, I, we I, agree I, there. If I
3: were the Chargers, I might not. This is we, a
4: no-brainer, Dennis Allen versus Vrabel. Yeah. Vrabel going to get a job? Seattle. Is he going to get a job? Yes. Dennis Allen getting a job after this? No. Not Why? As a, not as a head coach because he's
3: not any good. Well, get him out of there! Well, that's... Miss, Miss I don't Gale, wake I, up from you now. I, I, I don't own the team. Is she taking it nap? I don't own the team. I don't know what she's doing, but it ain't uh, it ain't fixing that. So let's we'll see what uh, we get out of the Saints camp. Get his ass out of here. Second class. Uh, I think we've done this with this young man before, but it's worth revisiting now because Jordan Hawkins uh, is really, really starting uh, to come into his own as a rookie with the New Orleans Pelicans shooting the basketball Uh in the month of January, and, and he has shot the ball pretty well all year, but especially in the month of January, the last eight games, Hawkins is shooting 51% from the floor and 47% from three. Uh, he's an 85% free throw shooter for the year, so we're talking about some really high-level shooting. Problem is that his minutes have kind of bounced around a little bit. Um uh, I'm not going to count the 37 that he got against Dallas when everybody was sitting out Saturday night, though he had 34 points uh, in that game. But games against Golden State and Sacramento on the road where he shot uh, better than 55% from the floor. Uh, Last night's game, he plays 21 minutes. He only gets four shots because everybody's back uh, in a close loss to Dallas. Willie Green has said, this guy's making my job hard because, well, where the where the minutes coming from? For instance, last night Jose Alvarado got a DNP coach's decision. Okay, that's not anything you would have ever seen out of Jose before. He's been a real defensive spark plug for them. But they got to find Hawkins some minutes. They got to find him some shots because this is what can open up the floor. Him and uh, him and Trey Murphy, about a month away from the trade deadline. There's talk that the pels may make a, a, a major move. We'll see. But Hawkins has been really, really good, and he's got a chance to be uh, a, a great piece to what they're doing. I'm not suggesting he's going to go out there and score 25 points a game, but his outside shooting can open up a lot of things, for New Orleans, especially where Zion Williamson is concerned. So watching him, uh, like what I see. We're talking about the top 12
4: and why the Pelicans are set up, and that was a tough loss for them yesterday after an overachieving win when they sat so many people down, uh, you know, the game before against Dallas. These little these little mini two-game sets are hard to sweep, and you kind of saw it yesterday. Uh, Pelicans came out really disinterested, to say the least, fell behind by 16. Then they close out the first half, and you know, and and have it tied, take a lead, and then they have a lead down a stretch, and they fall apart. But their 12-12, their top twelve minutes guys are all healthy. Well, Hawkins is not one of those guys, and and Willie. Gray's you don't think he's in, top twelve
3: in minutes? No, average minutes? No. But right, now no, for the whole season yes, he's not. For no, the but, whole season. but I mean, right now you don't think he's one of their top twelve guys? Of course, he is, Charlie. Okay. He's not he's one, one of, of their the... top 12 minutes guys either.
4: That's not opinion. That no, no, is, so that's what we're talking about. But he when needs... you have your top 12 minutes guys for the season, not quite, to, are we to the halfway point? Right at it. Okay. For half a season, and all those guys Actually, are healthy. Y-
3: yesterday was the halfway point. There you go. We're
4: yeah. halftime, Charlie. Let's read. Let's, let's... And this guy is one of your top 12 players. That's what I'm saying. And plus, what is he doing? He's a shooter. What you've been lacking? A shooter. So he can he can do it. Who's your best shooter on a team, by the way?
3: Trey Murphy. Can't miss two free throws. I know.
4: I mean, free chicken for the whole damn stands, you know. Free throws. Come the, on down the, the stretch. The, qu-
3: the question for Willie Green is, is he sixth in minutes? Is he seventh in minutes? Is he eighth in minutes? Is he ninth in minutes? Where, where, where's the, the proper amount of minutes Yeah, because just
4: getting him a little time here or there, we're going to nurture him along. We know it's not 12th,
3: okay? And it doesn't need to be I, third I, I, or fourth, I, I, but it, it, that, that sweet spot is think.
4: Middle. I think depending on, you know. If he knocks down his first couple of shots or not, I mean perimeter shooting is a little bit of a roller coaster ride. I mean, if he
3: comes out and he's hot, gee, yeah, it's hard to establish rotations when you're going to yank him in and out of the lineup based on a couple of shots, though. Uh, what will we call it first
4: world problems? Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, I-, I get it. Uh, you know, figure it out, Willie. I, I yes, you know this, this, is, come uh, on.
3: this is your deal. All right, speaking of your deal, okay, I'm gonna give you an opportunity to do no class. My no class was gonna be the Chicago Bulls fans for booing Jerry Krause's widow at the the, uh, that, uh, the that's, Ring that's, of Honor ceremony. Is that Jordan's fault? Uh Last Dance. Last dance effect. A little bit, yeah. L- little it, bit. It, it, they it, it, still didn't need to do it. I mean, the man's dead, and his widow is there. No, no, and, but uh, they, but, but
4: Jordan, they vilified Kraus so much. Didn't really yes. pull
3: up on on Jerry too much. Kraus, you know? Jordan and Krause didn't get along all, going all the way back to Tony Kukuk. Okay, we're going back thirty plus years right. here, and yes, he vilified him. Kraus, for all of his faults, okay, put together the role players that needed to be around Jordan for him to succeed. Okay, yeah. Jordan would have been a first, you know. Greatest player of all time anyway, but if you don't put the guys around him, LeBron doesn't have as many championships because the pieces around him weren't always as good, okay? Kraus deserves some credit. He found Scottie Pippen. OK, you know, that was a, he found he, he, they got Horace Grant. They brought in the Bushlers and the Kers and the Paxton's and, and yeah, the Cartwrights a great and combination of, of, of draft draft,
4: you know, yeah. draft choices and uh, and acquisitions to to him. But they did And of Jordan, of
3: course, was the. But you don't boo the guy's widow. You know I mean, of course yeah, Come not. on, that, that, that poor woman Charlie, was in tears. Charlie, you not get that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, but no. you, you had was, you had another one. That though, was uh, that was classless. Okay. That was, and Stacy King, who does the color commentary for the Bulls radio, jumped jumped there behind. Okay. Uh, good. Uh, which he should have. It was, it was it was well said. But you wanted to talk about something else with no class today, and that is uh, our friends, Peacock and on the Peacock. Can we say it like that? Yes, yes. <laughs> the um.
4: So when, in the Christmas season, when this nondescript Bills Chargers games on Saturday night, right in the middle of a bowl, a lot of bowl games and Christmas parties and things like that. And I went to a few of our sponsors. Hey, you're getting Peacock. What? What is that? Uh, well, the game the Saturday night is on Peacock only, and streaming only. Didn't know. The reason I'm t- telling you now is because one of the playoff games is going to be Peacock only. Oh, really? And so, you know, some kicked the can. Some bought it there. Some didn't buy it at all. And uh, But then, as soon as the, sun, the, the week 18, game 17 is over, and you got the matchups, okay, well, we know Texans-Browns going to be in the worst, you know, the, the, the afternoon game on Saturday. And there's Peacock. Primetime, Saturday night, Super Bowl defending champions – and the taylor swift effect. Oh, they're going to clean it up. The the peacock paid the NFL owners the NFL 110 million for this game. That's 3.6 million per owner. What is 3.6 million going to do? What Jerry Jones? What is 3.6 million going to mean? What kind of impact on his lifestyle will 3.6 million make? He's
3: finally going to be able to remodel the bathrooms. <laughs>
4: In mansion number seven. <laughs> I mean, you know, bonus for your, your deck deckhands on, uh, on the yacht, you know, whatever. But, it, I mean, absolute greed. A- absolute greed. Now, of course, as expected, they set numbers, streaming numbers. Thing, but, but, did not draw as many overall viewers as the Browns Texans in the worst slot. So, your product was not seen by as many people, but... You are, you know, you said it. So Peacock is happy; they get a boost, you know, in all of their, you know, they get they get something on their investment, they get a return on their investment. But then this is not the word. If that's not bad enough, that you're greedy enough to get going. When you know what Directv uh, uh, people in Baton Rouge still don't have channel 33 and NBC.
3: NBC. It's yeah. about a year. About huh? a year. Yep. I mean,
4: when you're you got Cox, I got Cox. I mean, the NBC is part of yeah. what you pay for. Every week on your channel lineup. I mean, so, and, and well, they, the, the antitrust exemption, and all that, you know, they get, we've had politicians take shots at the NFL, the whole deal. But here you go. So NBC, after they hold a gun to your head if you want to do it, whether you're Swift $6 is one thing, 7200 for a commercial place is a different story. They're taking their victory lap on the Sunday night game with the Lions and the Rams. NBC's doing it. It's also it's also uh, broadcasted on Peacock. And Mike Tirico who had a little bit of a some issues off the fee, off the mic, but on the mic is Hall of Fame caliber. He is he is sitting there taking his victory lap, and how great you are! Not to say that the whole peacock to be a part of history and buy this the, the, this game that was insulting to begin with. Yeah, I'm going to be a part of history. You holding a gun to my head if I want to do it or uh, get it or not. But then they're taking his victory lap. I'm like, do you people have no shame? Do you have no shame? And then Roger Goodell even chimes in as well with this quote. We couldn't be proud of our partnership with Peacock, and are thrilled with the results of the first ever exclusively live stream NFL playoff game.
3: Huh? I mean, what? It's not stopping either. Uh, no, it's not. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Tariko was cringing internally while uh, mean, he was forced to read that. But you think th- this? This goes back all the way. It th- sounded I... a little genuine, Charlie. I. I... I, I, mean, I don't I, know him personally, but I wouldn't be surprised. Charlie, would, I'm, I'm, and people that pay my bills, I'm I'm in. Yeah. I mean, I'm in. Uh, He's getting paid may, pretty may, good, may, huh? May, yeah, quite okay. well. May, maybe I'm giving him a break. The, the NFL has constantly looked for more platforms. I mean, if you go back to when they split up, the Super Bowls five ways instead of four. When CBS and NBC had the rights to the AFC and the NFC, and the the NFL finally let ABC in, who had been doing Monday Night Football for years, and said, we're going to go with a five-year deal instead of a four-year deal. NBC gets two Super Bowls, CBS gets two, and ABC gets one. That was a big deal. They added a platform. Then they decided to give ESPN a playoff game, and they charged them over $100 million for the worst Playoff game. I remember the first one they got. T.J. Yates was quarterbacking, I think, for uh, for the Texans. Houston and the Raiders. Houston and the Raiders. Yeah, both okay. backup quarterbacks. $100 million is what they paid for that. At the same time, by the way, CBS was paying $55 million for 12 SEC games. But anyway, um, then they went to Amazon, okay? Th- then they went to streaming, and now it's Peacock. And this is going to get worse, okay? The more games that you put in Europe, they're going to be on different platforms, because what the hell do they know in Europe? What, what do they care about NBC in Europe? You put a game in Germany, you put a game in, in the UK. You, you're going to put it on these streaming platforms. They're going to continue to look for more revenue streams. I, I was surprised that Directv hung on as long as they did with the Sunday ticket. That they weren't looking to expand that. They are. Go- they know they got you. This is the one piece of programming you can't DVR. You can't. You know, play it back later. You got to watch it live, and you got to watch did it they where they tell you this, uh, this
4: exemption. On I mean this is I've been when, you start, for years. when you start when uh, you start yeah I mean look and, and good that's one thing Charlie to make it available on NBC and Peacock like the Detroit Rams game. Right. That's fine. Local but market. this is different. No, this is is, different. You're excluding your traditional, and and then Goodell's got the nerve to say, to best serve our fans, we need to ensure games are available to them as their viewing habits change, and this includes digital distribution as we continue to help shape the future of the sports and entertainment industry. That applies to Sunday night, not Saturday night, Pete.
3: Yeah, the the one thing I do like about it is it did drive me crazy for years that I couldn't have access to pay for NFL games that I wanted out of market if I didn't have Direct TV. I'm like, your, your DirecTV is, uh, you know, such a small percentage of the your, your cable. And I, I got to have that, you know, to get the NFL Sunday ticket? No, I want to be able to buy the Cincinnati-Cleveland game for 10 bucks if, if I want to. So. I, I,
4: I have no problem with the NFL Sunday ticket. You can change, you know what I mean, and people have to try and accommodate. I did at one time mm. to get the NFL Sunday ticket you know before sports books were 2 hours down the road or whatever i mean and and so i i just think that look man this is this is, you could you could spin it off this is freaking greed yeah i no, mean no, and no, it's and no. it's a shame no no, no it's a shame no argument there but when you don't even get as much and so this was probably the weakest viewership overall of your six games when you can't be, maybe monday afternoon but when you don't beat that that why is houston and cleveland on that saturday afternoon cuz the weakest slot so when you don't get overall viewership, what are your sponsors in doing?
0: Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So you can't do
4: Are you, are you ready to make that jump when you're when you charged that much to your sponsors on the Super
3: Bowl? Brought to you by... Supreme Rice, first class, second class, no class. Supreme Rice at SupremeRice.com. Our friends down in southwest Louisiana have been doing this since the 1930s. So for your next meal, your next gathering, make it Supreme Rice, the long grain, the medium grain, the brown, the jasmine, our personal favorite. You can pick it up at all your AG food stores, your Walmart, your Rouse's, wherever you buy rice. Make sure it's Louisiana rice. Keep our money here in state and support our Louisiana farmers, and they're trying to make uh, future generations of farmers Also be able to take advantage of that through the Climate Smart Program.
4: Yes, indeed. The Climate Smart Program positively impacting the longevity of the future of Louisiana rice farming. We've been doing this since the 1930s. We are trying to sustain it for many generations in the future. And that's why uh, we're a big part and we believe so strong about the Climate Smart Program. Practicing safe, sustainable farming. and reduces methane emissions, conserves water in our area, which is
3: very important to growing rice as well. Supreme Rice and SupremeRice.com. All right, there is news out of New Orleans. Uh, there has been a change. We'll tell you about that when we come back here at Dozy Place live at lunch, 1045 ESPN Baton Rouge.
2: Live at lunch with Nanny from Dozy Place on Government Street on 1045 ESPN Baton Rouge.
3: Dennis Allen. Announcing that the New Orleans Saints have fired offensive coordinator Pete Carmichael, senior offensive assistant Bob Bricknell, and wide receivers coach Cody Burns. Well, everything's fixed now. Uh, the The Saints this year. Well, let me ask you a question. I I, I just uh, what did you think of the Saints' offense this year? And I'm going to ask you. You know, I, I'll throw some numbers at you here. What did you What did you think? Um,
4: underperforming, but I think, uh, the offensive line, you know, for the first half or a big stretch in the first half of the season was, um, was a big thing. Um, you know, the intangible of car, not exactly getting his team to kind of rally or respond to him. And that's a it's difficult. We saw some uh, confrontations ourselves, but it seems like there was a lot more. Reportedly, there were a lot more. And then um, maybe lack of recognition or, you know, understanding and using a, a really a, a very, very talented, explosive player like Shahid. Um, I thought they finished better. Um, no doubt the last two games. Much better, and I I think overall Carr does have some arm talent when he was protected. His numbers, you saw, you know, look, every quarterback is better with protection. But it seemed like protection was a big, big deal uh, for him. But overall, Charlie, very mediocre. And I think with, with that many returning players, and they do have weapons, they do have weapons, um... With an experienced quarterback that had so many
3: yards, underperforming. They were twenty-first in the league in rushing yards, so they didn't have much yards of per carry. in, uh, in yes, twenty-first. They were nineteenth in sacks allowed, so there was a lot of pressure on on Derek Carr. And with that, they managed to be in the top ten in points scored per game. Now, a lot of these were hollow points and hollow yards. But they were, they were 14th in yards and 19th in uh, – that's yards per yards per game, not yards uh, per play. I don't have yards per play in front of me. Yards per uh, play is 20. 20. Okay, so about the same. Ninth – this is a top 10 in points scored. They scored more points than four of the eight teams that are left in the playoffs now. So while I'm not saying – and a lot of those points were hollow. A lot of those yards were hollow. They were 14th in the league in yards. But overall – these are acceptable offensive numbers if the, the team has a better record. 20 in yards per play is? Ninth in points. Score okay. Is we, 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 we
4: average, Put them together, and it's average.
3: Now, you're, now, you're now, mid, don't get me I want them to clean house, okay? So uh, this is not a defense of – of of Alan. No, but you
4: use in one stat. I'm using another. Okay, put them together, yeah. and we can go into EPA, which is more advanced stats. Sure. And you know, sure. Max was here; he could help us with that even a little bit more. But you know, which kind of takes away the, the
3: the garbage yards. Yeah, they, they were be- was- they were better numbers than I thought. Okay, when I when I looked them up, I thought that they were were worse than that. They felt worse than that's that. One, that's one stat. Well, it's points scored. It's not an irrelevant stat. I mean, I understand it's not advanced metrics, but points scored is still pretty damn important. Is that you know, special teams and defensive scores, two included. I'm um, yes, it is. It is. But I, they didn't. Shahid was a terrific returner. I think he had one return for a touchdown. though. Um, th- this is basically the the, the offense. I, I I guess I was surprised that the numbers were even that good. Okay. And what scares me is this is exactly what I think they're looking at to say we're close. We're right there. We, we gained more yards and scored more points than half the teams that are still there in the divisional playoffs. And I don't feel like they're, you know, a, a top 10, top 12 team that just got unlucky. I feel like they're a, a 20 to 25 team that piled up a lot of irrelevant yards and points and you know the the advanced stats probably make a, a better argument for it but this is what i'm worried that they're using jimmy this is you know hey we were 9 and 8 and we beat the buccaneers in the last game of the season beat them decisively that's a team that went to the divisional round god forbid they upset the lions next uh, next sunday you say well tampa went to the nfc championship game we're see we're right there we're doing the right things they're not i don't know at least i don't think that they are but these numbers would suggest that they are so at least they're moving off of the offensive coordinator despite the fact that he was in the top 10 in the league in points scored this year. Saints scored more points than the Chiefs. Mhm. Just saying. They're going to they're they're going to use this as the narrative. If they weren't, they would have fired the head coach. That's 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 what I think. Most of the advanced stats,
4: Charlie, right in the middle. They're not top ten.
3: Advanced, um, this is... The advanced stats are probably a lot more what it feels like. It feels like a middle-of-the-road offense, maybe at times a slightly less than middle-of-the-road offense because they're not balanced. Okay, The running game was... Deficient this year, to I mean, yeah. use a polite word. The quarterback protection was deficient. Yeah, the advance, advance rushing, way down. Yeah, but they're, they're, down. again, they're going to look at this and they're going to go – passing, Passing's in uh, kind of the 20th, kind of, you Chief, know. What if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl? <laughs> the Chiefs was hey, we scored more points than the Chiefs. Tampa Bay goes to the NC championship game. Or they're already in the division around, scored more points than them. Beat, beat them. Chiefs are not the Chiefs of past. I know that. You know that. I'm telling you the narrative that they're they're potentially going to use. Texans, exciting young quarterback, rookie looks looks fantastic. Looks like this guy's going go to go ten Pro Bowls. Scored more points than them. Was the last time the Chiefs been knocked out in the divisional round? In the divisional round, probably pre Mahomes, huh? Been, a, been so I can you use been.
4: that narrative that this is their earliest outing if they lose. This weekend, well, the head
3: the head coach so has I still think got to grab straws to try and you know try and say you know def- defend. This, that's this. what I'm saying. That that's why the Tampa Bay win at the end of the season to me was and it was, oh, oh, it was, was
4: it, man, it looked great. I was like wow. I mean, okay. you know,
3: and they looked great against Atlanta. And if they had done, I mean, that like in, you said,
4: I mean, you took away, I mean, they popped them for the two passing plays. You mm-hmm. can't take them away, but I mean, the, the, for the bulk of that game, they dominated and that. That's a hard team to dominate. You know, those are those, – Falcons in Tampa Bay are middle-of-the-road teams. I mean, they weren't like these you know, these awful teams that you dominate. So,
3: Charlie, they couldn't beat the lower-tier lower, lower tier teams. The, the fan were, base and us, okay, and by us I mean most of the media, believes that this team is a lot closer to the bottom than they are to the top. The Saints don't think that. At least the, the, their moves don't suggest that they think that. They think that they're closer to the top – than the bottom. I think they're closer to the bottom than the so, top. But,
4: but, but, and, and that basically is because you you staying with Allen.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah. but you
4: – the 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 last straw before you – Before when you say, okay, you, you decide whether or not you're going to fire your coach. Mm-hmm. And no, no, whether college or pro, what do you do? If you close, but now we're, we're going to give a – well, but you are going to be – you're forced to make staff adjustments. Yes. So that so they're they're right there. That doesn't mean they think they're closer to the top than the bottom. That means they think they're they're one
3: step away from firing their coach. How many times do those coordinator changes work out long term? I mean you can put a band aid on it sometimes, but how often do you hey look you you got one year left to turn this thing around. Oh, or no 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 no!
4: Mostly because it's it's a sinking ship. Mostly
3: it's just one more year that you don't yeah, have I mean, to pay. You, you just, keep we, him for one more, you one more year. going to give you one more year, but why, why would I ever? I, I never understood that comment anyway. Why would I want to give a coach one more year? If I if we're going to give you one more year and then we're going to fire you, well then that means you don't think you're going in the right direction. I I, I don't ever think. Oh, well, let's give the coach one more year. What are we doing? We, we saving money. If I think the coach has only got one more year, I should fire him now. Foley's old thing, you know. If you're going to do it eventually, do it now. If you, you know, try to get yourself moving in the right direction as fast as you can. There have been
4: some cases where it has worked sometimes. You know, I mean, if you 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 you, you got to give them. I mean, it used to be in college where you have to give them their full, you know, their recruiting cycle. You know, to get his guys in there, his recruits and things like that. There have been some that have stuck through some lean times that have gone on, and boom, and then kind of hit their stride. There is some things to staff continuity. So been some, but no. When you're forcing a coach, when ownership is for our or the AD is forcing the coach to do football things that they really don't want to do. No, I mean. You know, yeah, we're we're going to keep you, but
3: you got to make staff changes. That's usually the. Carmichael you know, is the last of the Peyton assistants that's been there the whole time. By the way, the, the entire. He 18, never wanted
4: the damn job to begin he with. He didn't.
3: He didn't. I'll support. L- l- let's see what they do in the draft. I'll support a move up for a quarterback, but nothing else. If they if they mortgage three or four draft choices to move up to back to draft some tackle, I'm. I'm going to lose my You took a poll. You took a poll of Saint
4: season ticket holders, and I think they. I think they should count more than guys like me or you. Yeah, they, absolutely. Okay, what do you think? I mean, what, what's it fair? Put it fair. Don't put it lead. Do you think Dennis Allen? I mean, do you think the Saints will? I mean, do you, I mean, something where Dennis Allen
3: less than fifty percent? <laughs> oh, by a lot. Yeah, I think <laughs> they actually did take a poll. They played Detroit. The poll was taken by butts in the seat in yes. the Superdome. Okay,
4: and Miss Gale has always been. In, in tune, she's always been conscious. She was conscious enough to where she flipped Benson's legacy. That was a big deal, Charlie. Yeah, yeah. That she 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 heard the noise. She was aware, and she
3: she changed that man's legacy. She did, but she hasn't been in this position from a football standpoint yet. She had Sean Payton when she inherited the team. They were never going to move Payton, and they didn't need to when they when they got she rid was of in Payton, the Dome with all that Honolulu blue. She was, but she obviously didn't see it. And enta- oh, bringing in Dennis oh, Allen. She the first- saw well, she saw it. What she saw, but she's not reacting to Correct. it. Correct. So the first year after Peyton, okay, let's give Dennis Allen a shot. Now this is two years of Allen, and she's not been in a position where she's had to move a football coach yet, or what? Well, or she hasn't moved a football coach. She now, moved the basketball with, coaches. With this being said, was that was that the as well coached as the Saints, or as good as they played the last two games? I want to. I want to. I want to. Measure it on all 17 rather than the last two. Yes, they played great the last two. I'm year. asking ask. a question. We'll, well, Ask it again. See, the last two
4: games where that was – that is – the product was obviously – was that as buttoned up as the coaching was, the game management? Yes. Yeah. Yeah,
3: the last two games.
4: And they, they, they're going to let those last two games kind of – Buy him another
3: year. Yeah, I'm going to talk about the 32 games that he coached before that. This was your office. fear. Yes, this is absolutely. At least I'm
4: some changes. Oh damn, Miss Gale's yeah, going to yeah. get it. Well, she ain't. You were right, Charlie. You called Sabin's retirement. You called. You roll. don't call Miss Gale to hold on to dent, uh, our DA. I had the Bucks last night too.
3: <laughs> <laughs> live we at not Give you credit for that. Live at lunch. <laughs> 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. <laughs> Live
2: at lunch with us, Annie from Dozy Place on Government Street on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge.
3: So, with Pete Carmichael out, uh, it begs a question: Who's who's going to be next? Is the Saints going to go outside the organization, are they going to look uh, closer in? And what is John Gruden's role, if any, going to be in this? Gruden's been in an advisory committee, an advisory position down there. He's had ties to the to the. Uh, to the team before Jimmy Gruden you know did, did some really positive offensive things in his time in the league we know why he you know lost a job in in Las Vegas um, I wonder what type of role that they would uh, use for him if any because if it's if, if it's not him and I'm not saying he's going to be the OC but you know it's going to be not the easiest thing for Dennis Allen to go out and hire a coach when Everybody in the world knows that Allen's on the hot seat next year. You may get to do this job for, you know, 10 games and then get out of there. So, I don't know how you feel about Doesn't it. that seem how see what's going on? If the Saints come out of the gate four and six next year, do you think Dennis Allen's going to, you know, have a job? I don't. I mean, I think they would be – their hand would be forced at that point. I, I, well, I, maybe I, they come out of the gate seven and three. I, I, I don't can't, know. I can't but, believe he has a job,
4: you know, after this year. So, I mean, I – I mean, with that schedule, this division, you don't get to the playoffs. I mean, I, I thought that was – I Charlie, I didn't think he was going to come back last year because of the, the continuity thing was what they were banking on, and the continuity thing didn't work last year. It was a disaster last year, and this was not good again. So, I mean, that team that played the last two weeks, that's the roster you had this year, and you played like that the other 15 games – it's
3: bad, man. If you're John Gruden, you get in there. I don't know,
4: Miss Gale. I'm 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 done trying to get in
3: Miss right. Gale's head. Okay, so but if you're John, try to get into Gruden's head for a second. You come in here next year, you improve the offense. It improves greatly. It looks really good, but the team isn't very good. Isn't this your path back to the National Football League as a head coach?
4: Um, you know, humans told us that you know Gruden was going to be in the mix for Raiders job, Saints job, and, and some others as the head coach.
3: Wouldn't be the only coach that's coaching in the league that has sued the league. There's there's multiple others uh, that so that's not an impediment anymore. He's no longer uh, you know suspended. He comes in there. He does a good job with the offense. And why why wouldn't they just name him offense coordinator? Saints. They might. If, if he, would he would he take it? Does, does he want to be the, the full-time? Well, fan? I mean, do you think he's going to get the Raiders job? No, he's not. Okay. No, you think no there's, he's going there's to not get another the head coach job? No, I don't. Okay, well, don't, so. Eagles? Well, the Eagles does have a coach for the Gushman? moment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, think he's going uh, to record well, g-
4: well, guess what? You don't think the Eagles are going to shake some things up and make some they staff are. adjustments? Yes,
3: they are. They are. Okay, Gr- so already, how is that going to be? Gruden's that- been in New Orleans, so this is – he, I'm very interested to see what his role is going to be in this thing, I, and I don't know if John Gruden would go back and be why, an OC at this would, point. Why in his would career. he agree
4: to um, working on these terms anyway? As like in a consultant with the San- in New Orleans with the Saints, he's, because his, his association with he's Allen. had some association, he's got a good yes. answer, and that that's what brought him there. It's not the damn cooking, right. okay? So and he doesn't need the money. No, but but he's agreed to this because I, I can work with D.A., okay Dennis Allen's strength on the field he can sell this to miss Gale and I mean who wouldn't okay this is the move we're gonna make we're gonna change offense coordinators we're gonna bring in this guy or Gruden all of the Saints season a ticket hole wouldn't they I mean I know we'd
3: I'll take Gruden as offense coordinator at this point, I take Gruden as a head coach. Oh, well. You know, and I know you feel the same way. Does he stay in the background as kind of an advisor and then he swoops in and he's the head coach next year? If they fired Dennis Allen somewhere in the middle of next season and he's already in the building, well, there's a guy with a ring down the hall. Go give him the headsets. Uh, yes, he would be your obvious candidate for on an interim basis. Yeah. And then you go from there. Sure. Yeah. Of course. <sighs> Got to take a break. We'll come back and wrap things up. We're at Do's Eat Place on Government Street in Mid-City. Don't forget our friends over at
4: the uh, Cook Hotel and Conference Center at LSU on campus. When wonder the weather warms up a little bit. You're coming in for uh, LSU events, men's basketball, women's basketball, gymnastics, or just around the corner, baseball and softball. Stay at the Cook, man. It's uh, a great hotel. You, so you wake up on on campus on the lakes, go for a stroll around the lakes or through campus, go uh, over to uh, Louis and eat breakfast or eat the complimentary breakfast uh, at the Cook Hotel. And no extra parking for, uh, no extra charge for parking. That's, uh, boy, a Kind of a big jump in the uh, today's um, uh, full-service uh, hotels round. For reservations, go to thecookhotel.com or 225-383-COOK.
3: Live at lunch, 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge.
2: Live at lunch without demanding. From Dozy Place on Government Street on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge
3: didn't really have time to get to it but if i'm uh the pittsburgh defensive coaches i'm paying whatever fine they they get they end up giving the defender for hitting josh allen and i tell him go hit him harder the next time he fakes one more slide we'll pay we will pay any fine we'll cover your salary during any suspension you fake one more slide we're gonna hit you so hard we're gonna make Mahomes's broken helmet look like an accident okay that's enough with the fake slides May get back to that later on in the week. That one aggravated me, and I was on the Bills' side yesterday, and that one aggravated me. You fake a slide. Yeah. If you're going to protect the quarterbacks, okay, then they got to do their part. And well, the th- one when they call to the guy is the guy. It, it, it is nothing by the time Allen slides.
4: Goes into slide, starts his slide. There's nothing he can no. do to alter his body.
3: You're going to fall down right there. But, it, but, but then you're going to fake falling down, and now you're going to run for a 52-yard touchdown so in was, a playoff game? No, we're going to bust your ass next time. It, it was bad enough
4: on its own. It made it worse that he faked the slot on a 52-yard touchdown earlier in the game uh, as well. No argument there.
3: Here at eat he Place uh, here in Mid-City. We're oh, open. By, yeah. We're oh, open. Oh, oh, and we'll be open at walk-ons tomorrow for tomorrow's show as well, for Grant back in the studio, for Jimmy, I'm Charles Haniger saying thank you good afternoon. Stay tuned for the Hunt Palmer Show on 1045 ESPN Baton Rouge. <laughs>